Free agency is about to light the fuse on what the Kansas City Chiefs can do for their roster. Who should they target? Who fits? And what do you want to see them do? We're going to get into it all today on Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Hey, 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 we're back. Hope you guys are having a good week. It is Friday and we are going over free agency. We want to thank you for making us your first listen as we are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for free on all platforms. That is our thing. I appreciate you guys making us your first listen. You can check out the Lockdown NFL Draft Show or the Lockdown NFL Show. That will certainly help. Uh, I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and your host over at uh, RGR Football and the LOND Draft Show. A lot going on. How are you, Chris? I'm good. I'm good, sir. And I'm Chris Clark, founder of Chiefs Corner. You can go find me at Chiefs Corner on Twitter. And you can find me at Locked On Chiefs, usually on Twitter. Uh, go check out the Locked On or go check out the Chiefs Corner page on Substack. Got a couple of articles going out, and we'll be diving into any free agents that Kansas City signs. A little bit of news, though, that we probably need to address right before we get into talking about free agency on Monday, because a little bit happened on Friday or on Thursday. Sorry. Really? I fail to see the impact. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Cleo Mack is back in the AFC West uh, with the Chargers this time. Uh, Old friend Ryan Poles, the Chiefs' uh, former executive, who is now the GM in Chicago, has said about rebuilding that franchise. And as as someone whose mother was a big Bears fan, I'm happy to see it. They are moving to a 4-3, and so they decided to ship off Cleo Mack. Makes some sense. But now he's back in the AFC West. I think that He's not the impact player that he was a few years ago, um, at least in my mind. I don't think that changes what the Chiefs have to do, but it certainly does keep an eye on the fact, where is Lucas Niang and his health, and do they have a tackle tandem that they're ready to deploy? Because now the Chargers have two legit edge rushers. Yeah, and Mac is a guy that deploys a lot of power when he rushes, and the question is, obviously, can he stay healthy? He missed 10 games last year. Uh, big questions when it comes to that, but if he's healthy – that is going to be a problem at right tackle, uh, no matter who they're going to be going up against, whether it's Bosa or Mac, because I do think that they're going to move back and forth. Mm-hmm. I don't expect that one's going to be, you know, prime. Well, I mean, they may have one primary left, one primarily right, but I still think they're going to flip from time to time. So uh, a lot to watch when it comes to that. That's an interesting move for the Chargers. And I do like how yeah, Matt- that automatically made the Chargers the go to team to win the AFC West for like the eighth year in a row. Which oh, I think Russell Wilson is going to have something to say about that, but okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure Russell Wilson is. I just think it's funny because everybody says it's always going to be the Chargers and the Chiefs have won the last six years. So right, right. I think they're both playing for second place behind Patrick Mahomes in this crew, but you know, I, I might be a little biased. I don't know. Yeah, but we have a lot of questions as to who's going to be on that crew going into this week. So let's go ahead and I'm going to pull up this, and I know that's going to be a little harder to read, but. Uh, we're going to be looking at the free agents that are out there right now and who Kansas City could possibly go and get. Uh, I do think that there are a lot of questions as to different players that they could go after. Von Miller is the number one list name on this list. Uh, can't see that happening just because I think he's going to stay in L.A. But the one that interests me that is new on this list is Bobby Wagner. Any yeah. thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I... Love his game. I love what he did in Seattle. I don't want to see him in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, for his contract and his experience, I think that squashes the development of Nick Bolton as the new leader of that level and eventually the defense. 
Um, and I think you would have to give up some reps for Nick Bolden if you were to do that. I I, I think there could be a fit there, although I think he's just playing in the middle. I'd have to put him out at Sam. That's what I would do. But uh, I really can't see, mostly because of cost, the Chiefs really trying to pursue that. There we go. That might be a little bit easier to read. Yeah, there yeah. I, I agree with you. I think that that is probably not going to be something that they're going to be looking at. Another guy on this list, uh, Allen Robinson, I can't imagine they're going to go that direction. I just don't think that they want to go with the uh, you know older wide receivers. If they're going to go get a wide receiver, they're, I think they're going to go younger. I will say it is interesting. Josh Gordon is back in Kansas City, and we knew he was going to be here, but his base, I think, for the year is $1.12 million. Uh, mm -hmm. which is over the vet men. So that says a little bit of something. Um, so I think he's going to at least be on the roster for until final cuts. I, I think that says actually more than that, because I think there was some frustration in Chiefs Kingdom in terms of the fan base, but also uh, question marks for, for those of us who cover the team, because it just didn't seem to live up to the expectation of what he is as a player. This tells me that they saw something during mm -hmm. practice, you know, not something that we saw in the games, that they feel they can build upon and get him there. That salary alone says something, I think, as well. So um, I don't know that it diminishes their interest in, in some right. uh, free agent wide receivers. And folks, you can go see the list. If you're, if you're listening on audio, you can jump over to the YouTube channel as well, uh, like, sub, and hit the bell over there, and you can actually see what we're talking about as well. Uh, but I don't – I agree with you. I, I don't know that it means that they want to go towards the older end of free agency. Right. And along those lines, that would also probably take Chandler Jones out of the loop for me, at least. Now, see, that position's a little bit different. I think their <laughs> their recent track record has been different with, with Sizzle and then with uh, Ingram. I, I think that they've shown that they can get short-term contracts at edge rushers that are older that still have some juice left. Yes, but, sure, at, but I think Chandler Jones is going to be asking for more money than Kansas City could probably really want to pay on a short-term deal. Yeah, I, that's my expectation as well. So uh, I really think that if we're going to be looking at some of these positions, we need to look at some of the younger guys, and we'll do that when we get back from talking about our friends over at Bet Online. Because they might bet on Chandler Jones coming here. I see the odds going up for him, but I'm not sure that I agree with that. But I might have to take the under there and go bet that prop over at Bet Online because you can do everything there with odds, contests, props, all the podcasts, scores, and news that you need to put your money in play, put it on the line in a way that is, I think, advantageous for you. And that's what you want to do. You want all the information that you can get so that you can get the most bang for your buck when you want to put a bet down. It's super simple. You can do it now for any of the props, but you can also get into uh, the college basketball season as it's ramping up to its highest point of the year. I'm looking forward to that as well. You can head over to their website and check it all out at Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so let's jump back into this. I have to ask you a question because I also saw that this guy was available for a trade. Leo Collins, it looks like, is available for a trade. Any interest for Kansas City? You know, a couple of years ago, maybe. Um, I, I think, again, that's a built-in cost. When you're trading, mm -hmm. you're going to have that cost of that salary. And I, I don't know. Maybe you can pull that up because I don't know what it is. But I know that he's been there long enough that A, you bring him in to play right tackle, then that means Lucas Nyang is not your tackle of the future. I'm not sure that they've reached that conclusion yet. Um, if we do see any kind of pursuit or even the, the, the inklings, then maybe that gives us a, a bigger question mark than we currently think. But 
Base salary um, for 2022 is ten million dollars, um, and he has no guaranteed money going forward. So, ten million dollar salary for the next three years, no guaranteed. Uh, they could do a rework contract if they wanted to, and I would imagine if they were to bring in Lil Collins, that they would do that. Yeah, um, that makes just sense. Thought I would throw that out there because I think that's an interesting scenario especially considering you have Khalil Mack coming to the division now so maybe you want to go that direction and you get a guy that you know is going to be able to step in because I think we still have questions whether or not uh Lucas Ding is going to be actually able to play week one yeah that is a question you're absolutely right and I think the lack of a guaranteed salary there you're absolutely right that is prime for reworking mm-hmm. and, I, I, and a restructure or an extension of some sort like add on a year uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a possibility. So that always brings us back to the same question. What's the compensation? What are you willing to give up for Leo Collins? Yeah, and I don't have a great answer for that. I would consider, I don't know. Uh, he was considered one of the better right, right tackles in the league a couple of years ago. So if you can get that player, I think it's worth probably their fourth. Um, the, that's the problem, though. You're going to be giving up a, one of the last picks that they have and because they don't have a fifth or a sixth this year. They have so. like a 17,000 sevenths, though. Yep, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, it's going to be interesting to see if they go that direction. I just pulled up right tackles just to see if there was anybody that interested you at that position since we're actually talking about it. Um, I don't really see anybody. I never was really impressed with Brandon Parker in uh, Las Vegas, so I don't think I would go that direction. I don't really see anybody that really stands out to me at that position. Well, and Collins, I, th- I thought, again, I don't think he's good as he, as he was a couple of years ago. We're talking about a guy that gave up, what, 38 pressures on 500 mm-hmm. snaps. That's that's pretty on par with a, a slight upgrade of what we've seen in Kansas City. I, uh, the age may be the factor there as, as well as the well, contract. Health. So, yeah, yeah. I, well, that's always the biggest question there. Right, if he can stay healthy. So let's move to the interior defensive line. I still think Kansas City needs to look at that position. Uh, if we're starting to look at the younger guys, uh, and if we're looking at just the UFAs, which I think is what we need to be looking at, mm-hmm. any names? Oh, look, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, Derek Naughty stands out to me quite quickly, to tell you the truth. Yeah, no, and I get that. I, I can't imagine that he's back. I think he's going to get a bigger uh, contract than a lot of people expect, uh, just because I think that a lot of these veterans are going to get. Contracts. Uh, Larry Okunjobi, is that somebody that would interest you at 28? At 28 years, years old, old, that's pushing. But yes, I, I would definitely kick the tires. I, I think Harrison Phillips stands out to me a little bit as well, much younger, um, but still a guy that had earned himself, you know, 40 plus percent of their snap count. Uh, I think that's one of the metrics that you want to look at. I don't know that I'm looking at somebody in the 25s or something like that. Um, you know, like a Taven Bryan, I think was probably overdrafted to begin with. I wasn't too high on him coming out. I, I not somebody I'd pursue at this point. Um, Malik Collins is, is an option there. Like, I, I think you're going to see an acquisition in this position at some point. Um, but I think I would probably lean towards those two guys in Harrison Phillips or Ogan Joby. I want to hear you say this guy's name right here. Montavious Adams. No, this one. No, you go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm good. Fulorenzo Fatukasi. Okay, yeah. there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I had to take my time, but it's okay. That's fair. 
Uh, Solomon Thomas is on this list. Maurice Hurst, BJ Hill, a couple of different names to maybe look at. I do think I agree with you. I think they're going to be looking at interior defensive line at some point. I just don't know where uh, and how much they're going to be willing to pay. Let the, me ask you this. Who's the okay. best pass rusher of that group? Hmm. I'm not sure. I think it's probably Hill. I would say you're probably right. Um, but are you going to, I mean, knowing that, are you going to be able to pay Hill what other teams are going to want to pay him? That, that's the big question. Because I'd be looking to do a twofer with him and Naughty. Ooh, that would be interesting. I, I just don't know. Is, is somebody going to step in and expect him to be their number one DT? That I think, is the question. And if they are, then you can't pay him that because that's already what you're paying Chris Jones. So mm-hmm. uh, let's jump over to the fun position that everybody wants to talk about. Look at the guy at number two. Mm-hmm. I really do think he's going to end up being a chief. I, I just, I you feel do? like, yeah, I feel like there was enough smoke there last year. I just think that he's going to end up being a chief this year. And folks, we are talking about Juju Smith Schuster, mm-hmm. um, currently of the Steelers, a guy that, you know, he kind of, he came to prom, you know, we brought the corsage and stuff, but when the music started, he, he left the chief standing there alone. I don't know if there's animosity left there or if because they had interest in his on-field skill set, that they still have interest in that after he, he returned to the Steelers last year. I, I really question what that relationship is like, because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to trust and a relationship so. that you feel you can join this roster. Um, so I, I don't have an answer for you. I could definitely see it being a fit on the field. Um, I think there'll be some limitations about what usage of social media can happen. Um, <laughs> I think there's a couple of quirks there that maybe need to be worked out, but um, I really just don't know what the trust factor is. You know, the guy that interests me, and I know he didn't play much last year, is DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. Injury is a serious condition, though. Yeah, it is. And I think he's going to get overpaid. I don't see him in Kansas City, but I think he's going to get overpaid because I don't know that he's going to be able to stay on the field. But that would be an interesting name to add to this wide receiver group. And I still think Christian Kirk could be an option, although it's not the option that, uh, that I would expect them to go. You never know. There's familiarity there, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, but really, if you start looking at this list, there's not a great group. I'm pretty sure Josh Reynolds re-signed with the Lions, so I don't think he's in the UFA anymore. I mean, there's really nobody in here. We're getting to 28, 29, wide receivers start falling off usually, so. And that's the thing that we get back to with, uh, with Allen Robinson. He is of significant age, you know. Oh, look he at is, this name right here. Right. <laughs> and no, I don't think he's coming back either. Yeah, nor, nor um, the do guy I. With the least amount of tread on, or the guy with the most tread left on his tires at that age, at 29 years old, is Byron Pringle. So yep. uh, that's still, I think, the, the odds on favorite. Well, I think he's going to come back. But the question is, who else are they going to go get? Um, Bar- Braxton Berrios. I mean, if you're looking for somebody that can contribute on special teams as well, I think you could look that direction. But I just, I don't know, this wide receiver group, unless you're going to go get a Juju Smith-Schuster or – somebody of that nature, you're going to be paying probably too much money for a guy that's going to be on the wrong side of 28, in my opinion. Agreed. All right. So before we get into some other positions, let's go ahead and talk about our friends over at Built Bar. Have you not checked out Built Bar yet? If you haven't, I don't know what you're waiting for. They're absolutely delicious. 
Bill bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. That is 100% real chocolate. All Bill bars, even the puffs, are covered in 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Bill.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, and low carb. Most Bill bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it will be good for you. These bars are absolutely phenomenal. I love the Bill bars. At Bill Bar, they are all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they do pull it off just about every time. Go to Bill.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 50% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bill.com. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into another positional group, Edge. Yes, I'll take three of them, please. Yeah, I know, right? That's <laughs> exactly how I feel here. I mean, we start looking at this list. Uh, you know, Harold Landry is no longer a free agent. He got re-signed Correct. by the Titans. Uh, Derek Barnett, I mean, you could go that direction. Uh, Arden Key, McKinley. There's some names here, but I think my problem with going and getting an edge in free agency, unless you wait, you're going to be paying for – the premium position. And that's really going to hurt, especially when it comes to not having a lot of cap space. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, and you want somebody that I think the name of the game for the Kansas city chiefs is to get more explosive. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean an all out speed rusher. Although I think that's the way that I lean right now, especially somebody that can pair with a Mike Dana who can start in the base for you control the edge some and then come and bring in a pass rush specialist type. Um, but there's not a lot there. You're taking some chances in this group. Uh, Kamoka Trey is a guy that uh, has all those attributes, has had significant injury and hasn't developed. That's, that's not a great combination. Could you take a chance? Possibly you're hovering over the guy that I, that I was thinking might be the low key best fit in Lorenzo right Carter. Nope. Uh, I mean, but Ovo Okarakwa was a guy that had all kinds of upside coming out. Is what hasn't clicked being in Los Angeles? I don't know. Hassan Reddick is a guy that plays a ton of snaps. It's really built to be a 3-4 outside linebacker, but he's been getting it done in a four-man front as well from time to time. I'd have to look at the, the volume of, of which front he's in. Um, but again, that- you're, getting, you're getting to 28, and at that point, exactly. you're getting to a place where you can't give them a longer-term contract because you're worried about fall-off in two years. Absolutely. So I think that's really where you're – I mean, you know, Emmanuel Ogba, he used to be in Kansas City. Maybe you could look that direction. But, again, that's going to be more of a short-term fix. And I think he's probably going to get a bigger deal than you'd want to give or a longer deal than you'd want to give. All these guys that get to their, you know, 28, 29 are going to be looking for longer term deals and, and the biggest deal they can get because it might be their last contract. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at the top, Tack McKinley, not interested. Arden Key, not interested. Uchenna Nwoso, technically not really an edge, in my opinion. I still think he's better off the ball. Um, you know, Derek Barnett, don't, I, I would think that he returns. When it all said and done, uh, yep. Jason Kelsey just returned to the Eagles. It seems to be a thing that they're doing lately. Uh, Rasheem Green, you could take a look, but I mean, if anything, bring back Doran Armstrong, get another Jayhawk on the roster, and things will get better. <laughs> oh, God. 
With that, we're going to go away from Edge. <laughs> I'm done at that point. You set it up for me, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I did. All right, so we have talked about them adding a linebacker, and you think it's going to be a veteran. So this is be the positional group that you think that they're going to be addressing. Um, it, it's not going to be a superstar. It's not going to be a guy that uh, really is going to be necessarily a three-down or a three-down starter. Uh, I don't think, but so I would think that that would take them out of, you know, a guy like Leighton, Leighton Vander mm-hmm. I think that they wouldn't go that direction. Um, Nicholas Morrow, he looked good a couple of years ago. Didn't really play a lot. Didn't play at all last year. So I guess he's come back from an injury. I forgot about that. Yep. I Lots think of, Brown's interesting. Um, yeah. Rashawn Evans does not fit what the Chiefs need to do with this, in, in my opinion. Uh, Kaiser White could be an option. Um, I don't think I want to go anybody that, that has had any serious injury. Like, I know a lot of uh, Chiefs fans may want to look into Jalen Smith. I don't think that that's an option at this point. Um, Avery, Micah Kaiser, Oren Burks, I think they're all kind of, of toss-ups. Uh, Foye, Olakun, uh, also 27 years old, played a ton of snaps. Fair enough. Has the athleticism, or, or at least he did. I think you're going to start to see him kind of drop off the the radar in terms of elite as uh, athleticism uh, here very soon, given the age. And, and like you said, this is what happens in NFL free agency. Young guys do not get out of second contracts and get free unless there's a reason. Um, what about and, a guy like Jared Davis? Jared Davis is, I think, a solid player on first and second down. Well, but that's all they're probably going to play him. You hope, you, or, or do you think right now he's... there's not right now you're one injury away from having no one to fill the shoes in the nickel for Nick Bolton or Willie Gay? Well, that's true. I mean, but I think you're still going to be having to draft a linebacker, so absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think that this is going to solve the problem of linebacker. I just think that if you're looking for a veteran, uh, that could be a solid one. I mean, there's there's a couple of different guys that you could look at on here. I, I there's no names that are blowing me away though. Right. I would say the same. There's options, but nothing that really gets you excited. Yep. Whereas safety. the safety group, I like Justin Reed in this defense quite a bit. Um, I think you could look Marcus Williams. Uh, the, the cost is going to be the question for him. I think you could look at Malik Hooker. Um, I, I, it feels like he's past some of the injury riddledness. Um, Drill Peppers. Um, Landon Collins is getting released. I think that might be another way to look for like a Dan Sorensen specific role. Yeah, if you come in for the right price. Right, exactly. So I, I think there's some options that are – that's the position group that I think actually has some options on the lower side of the age bracket that, that could make sense. Yep. Lots of guys available there. And I still think that when we switch over to CB, which is where I think Kansas City is also could be looking – <laughs> right there i i still think they got to try to find a way to bring ward back although i think he's going to get too much money that, that's fair i like chan and sullivan what he brings to the table as well looks like they're going to let him get to the market um he's a guy that i think can go into the nickel if he needs to i think he can survive outside if he has to but i think that gives some versatility to let Jerry sneed play on the boundary a little bit more um kevin king's out there as well i don't i don't know that i'd be as interested in him as i am in uh, sullivan and certainly what you see here is that returning one of the Chiefs' previous players on an affordable contract is is probably one of the better bets. Right. And the, the big question is whether or not they can get that done with Ward if he wants to come back for that price. I will say this. I do not want Eli Apple on this team. 
<laughs> that's probably neither here nor there. I don't think that that's going to be an issue. But um, looking at the rest of it, I, I really don't know where they would go. I, corner is going to be one of those positions. And I think this is really where I'm starting to sit with this team. When you start looking at how they're going to have to build this roster around Patrick Mahomes' contract and around some other players that they have, especially considering they're getting ready to pay Tyree Kill. They've already paid tra- Travis Kelsey, uh, Chris Jones, those types of guys. You're going to have to go with some of these other premium positions and not have those $15, 20000000 million players at those premium positions. So, you know, a J.C. Jackson, while a lot of people could love that fit in Kansas City or love that, you know, going and getting out the top, getting the top guy at that position, I just don't see it. Yeah. So... It would be interesting. And it's funny that the top free agent is probably a guy that is 27 already, but that's the way that it goes. It would have to be shorter. I don't know if he could pull that off. There is an allure for playing for a team that, at least in the last four seasons, has been on the doorstep of the Super Bowl or in the Super Bowl every season. Yeah. So and I will he say, might have a slight edge. Right. And I will say this about JC Jackson even if you're worried about three years, you can do a five year deal and have it structured to be out in three. Right. So, I mean, you can protect yourself that way. It's when you get into 28, 29, where the fall off could be a year away, that's when you become starting to have a problem. And I think that's the biggest reason that they didn't get a deal done with Tyron is because he probably wants a longer term deal and they're worried about fall off. Mm-hmm. So, something as they should be. Right. So, that's going to be it for us today. Ryan, are you ready for free agency? No, but I'm I'm sure it'll get here whether I like it or not. Yeah, and it does start on Monday. Uh, we will be doing Mock Draft Monday this coming Monday, but it does start Monday at noon with the tampering period. We will start hearing about players that are getting signed. That's why we're doing this show, to give you a little bit of an idea who's out there and where Kansas City could be looking. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Things will change. Look for more trades. Look for more things that might affect what the market is. I hope that you guys enjoy your weekend. We'll be ready for the mock draft. I think you guys will enjoy that as well. We look forward to it. Enjoy your weekend. We will talk to you on Monday.